0: What is going on everybody? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the bullpen cart podcast presented by thunderblogsports.com. It is myself and Greg Pietelli kicking off the regular season. Our first show of the 2021 Major League Baseball regular season. Three weeks in, we got a lot to catch up on. This one was a lot of fun to record. Cannot wait to hear what you all think. Let us know in the show notes, subscribe to the podcast, the bullpen card, wherever you get your podcasts, Thunder BLG on Twitter, Thunder Vlog Sports on Instagram, but enjoy the episode, everybody. Let us know what you think. And here we Welcome to this week's episode of the Bullpen Card Podcast, presented by ThunderboxSports.com, the namesake of the Bullpen Card Podcast feed. I, of course, am the G-man, Jordy Cannell, and joining me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Greg Piatelli. How are you, my friend?
1: Jordy, I feel like... All is right in the world. The The Red Sox have the best record in the American League, and the Yankees have the least amount of wins in all of baseball, not just the American League, all of baseball. Oh! All, all is right in the world. Uh, you're, you know, all these Yankee fans who you had on to do all these season previews, you know, crickets from them, nowhere to be found. Uh, the Red Sox have the second most run scored behind only the uh, – Cincinnati Reds ironically weirdly enough I mean it's exactly what I said this team is fun to we'll get into it this we'll get into it we'll <laughs> so into it. you you addressed it right off the top for those that
0: don't know this is our first regular season podcast we haven't done one all yet is right all is right in major
1: league baseball that's 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 all they need to know so
0: the season started three weeks ago today on April 1st it's April 22nd Thursday night we're recording this we took two two weeks ago we took off I got married you were there it was awesome last week We both had really, thank you, had busy weeks at work. Ended up just doing a hockey show. You're kind of presenting this to me. It's like, oh, I don't know. You have all these friends who did baseball podcasts with you. I don't know about me doing the baseball podcast. And then conveniently, as soon as the Yankees have the worst record in the AL, Greg's like, baseball pod. When are we doing it? When are we doing it? So, Greg, I'm happy that the Yankees... I always tell you to say something nice about the Yankees, but I guess the nice thing is that the Yankees being bad reinvigorated you to the podcast.
1: Listen, we we had said until the hockey playoffs start, we were going to do every other baseball and hockey every other week. I'm going to try to do both, but yeah, you can. But uh, for me, I'm I, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I only week. have I, don't, I only have so many good takes. Yeah, well, well, next we'll see. week.
0: Next week's the NFL draft, so Maddie and I have already locked in Tuesday night to record that. So look for that Wednesday morning for the fans. And then, and then, and then you have a hockey podcast. Yeah, so I was about and to say, you're Do a baseball D-mark.
1: podcast. You're gonna no, do no, it no. We're three, gonna do the, so three.
0: next week might be a week off from baseball.
1: Oh, there you go. So I'll be back in two weeks when you're back. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So,
0: I'm so my, right my now, strategy right.
1: of my strategy of every other week is is perfect.
0: Yeah, thanks to Goodell,
1: but uh, your <laughs> your favorite <laughs> your boy, your boy thanks Goodell. To me. I mean, name one person who likes Goodell and and we'll move on. But um, anyway. (laughs) Uh, That's the
0: infinite podcast. But, yeah, baseball season, Greg, three weeks underway.
1: Yeah. I mean, so far, so good. Honestly, it's – you know, it's – it's – it's a great start in that there's excitement. People are talking about it. I mean, last year I feel like COVID shut down – and baseball really fumbled and and really didn't 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 do well they had an opportunity and they did not do well at all and this year i mean fans have had the games people are talking about it they're on sports center they're on you know not that i watch sports center but they're on the local my local channel sports center in essen um no free ads to them but you know it's baseball is alive again i mean things are going well, right? Like we're talking about the stars. We're talking about Marcus Lynn. We're talking about Raphael Devers, talking about Xander Bogarts. They're talking about the stars. Um, Bryce Harper throwing a Phillies for you. So uh, things are going well. The Grom is still getting zero run support for the Mets. The bullpen for the Phillies is still blowing leads late. I mean, baseball is being talked about and everyone loves it. Um, Well, per TV.
0: They've registered the most watched eighteen day period in its twenty season history, including That's the huge. seven most watched days ever. Fans have already watched one point three billion with a B minutes of live games. It's That's humongous. Huge. People missed baseball. That's awesome. And I think yeah. you're right. I'm sorry that I interrupted your rant. I'll no, let please, you finish a ahead. second. No, I'm good. But you're I think you're right, because we kind of we both did the same thing with the podcast last year, right? Or we like did episodes we both Graham we're both you know we're both important businessmen men of means if you will but we both like you know we had a bunch of shit going on the football season was about to start the hockey playoffs were in full swing the basketball playoffs were in full swing you know the Sixers sucked and I just feel like you're right baseball kind of came and went and really the regular season because the playoffs were electric having that extra round and we like we did that preview and we both knew what was going on but like the World Series was great. The ALCS, NLCS were great. Where fucking Atlanta blows a 3 1 lead. The Dodgers obviously end up winning that and win the World Series and all this different stuff. And
1: yeah, yeah it, baseball's it coming out
0: hot this year and it's awesome.
1: Yeah, and it was frustrating because last year they were the only sport really. Like NHL had a bubble. You know, everyone had an uh, NBA had a bubble. Everyone had a special sort of thing and they were the only ones who were playing. They had the audience. They had the stage. The stage was theirs, and they just didn't. They didn't take advantage of it. They didn't. They didn't do it right. Maybe fans are a huge part of it. Maybe you need fans in the stadium to actually make it legit. And I don't know. I don't know what they did wrong last year in the regular season, but it didn't work. Jordy, how do you feel about the seven? Keeping the seven inning uh, doubleheader for this year. So, because you've I- had it, the Red Sox have had it twice. Sorry, yeah, the Philly's Philly's had bad, had a couple Red times.
0: Had um, I don't hate the 7th inning or seven inning doubleheader. It keeps it moving. It you, you kind of forget about it sometimes. What I still hate that they kept was the runner on 2nd and in extra innings. I don't like mm. it in general and I really don't like it for the 7 inning doubleheaders. And I get it, it. It's supposed to make the game end quicker. But it's stupid, right? Like, it's a runner in scoring position. All you need to do is get one hit and theoretically, the guy comes around and scores. And I get it. Both teams get a chance and everything, but it's stupid. But to answer your question should... about seven-inning doubleheaders, I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah. No, so it honestly – it was weird because the Red Sox, like I said, they're twice. They almost had it three times, but um, they uh, – because it was the Blue Jays was the, the team, they play them so much. They're like, you know what? We'll just – like you've already played doubleheader this week. We'll let you – you know, whatever. And then going back to the like the seventh inning thing is, is is interesting because again, like starting pitchers typically at this day, like well, at least for Red Sox, they go five innings, right? And or you could have a starting pitcher go seven innings and that's the whole game, but like correct now you now you, and you can save your bullpen. And versus a doubleheader, normally if if your guy gets tagged in the second inning, guess what, you're using their bullpen that whole game and then the second game who knows like that starter, either you either keep him in there or, you know, he's, he's screwed or so, or, you know, or your bullpen gets taxed again. So I kind of like it. Um, and, and we'll get to the run on second base, but I kind of like it as well. And it just made it more interesting knowing that the game was ending in the seventh, like, okay, it's the fifth inning guys. You gotta get a, you gotta get a hit. You gotta, you gotta do something here. Yeah. This is it. This is the time to do something. We've, we've
0: seen baseball try to add so many of these different rules and we can jump into the, the Atlantic league crazy shit they're trying to do of, like, making baseball more exciting. But you're right, of, like, that sense of urgency that it adds. I think is something huge, because, like, day-night doubleheaders, they've been, a thing for a while. True doubleheaders that were nine-inning games are so few and and far right now in in the current state of the game. I went to one maybe 15 years ago, where they started the first game at 5 o'clock, and it's like, you're there until 11.30, and it was a Saturday, so it was cool. But, like, if you're a little kid, and you're going to these games, and there's two now... Like, to a little kid, more is better, but also, like, you're trying to make the baseball game exciting. So it's kind of that, like, happy medium of, like, putting more excitement into it because you could have two wins. But also, like, putting the stakes at a, you know, a more accessible – or I'm throwing around different words, but making the stakes higher because it's a – because the time is less. You know, you have to to get this thing done quicker. And then also the fact – I know the play, like there's all these things of whether or not the players like it, which obviously is probably the utmost importance, but I, I gotta think that if you're a player and you're like, you have a half an hour between games, rather than like, you have a game at one and a game at seven, you gotta like having the half an hour in between. Maybe if you're a player, you keep your arm warm. If you're a pitcher, you can kind of hang out, go for a jog. If you threw in the first game, if you're a bullpen guy and you want to throw in the second game or like figure it out that way.
1: yeah. yeah, and and, and the doubleheaders, I mean, it's it's also like a long day at the ballpark anyway, and you're just reducing it that much more. What I find interesting, Jordy, is both doubleheaders, Red Sox have been a part of, both teams did a full uniform change, like new pants, like no different way. color pants, different color shirt. Yeah, and I was like, so they spent their half an hour just changing, essentially. <laughs> so then like, and, and like realistically, you only need to give batting practice to – let's say the three guys who didn't play game one, yeah, the catcher that sat
0: the first game. Cause he knew he was playing the second game. He need, he exactly. needs to a couple of cuts. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, and that's for both teams. So it's like, it's kind of interesting because like one of the Red Sox, um, doubleheaders, they wore their like city Boston. I was going to ask you,
0: do you like the marathon uniforms that you brought them up?
1: Yeah. So I do like them for those who don't know, it was celebrating and remembering the, um, Boston bombing or the marathon Boston marathon bombing. Um, so it says the yellow with the light blue, uh, which is what the jackets and the theme of the, the, like every year they do different jackets, color theme for the race. And that year, oh, yellow, so that's yellow the 2013
0: blue. specific year.
1: Right. I think oh, last okay.
0: year, right.
1: So I think last year was like purple and orange It changes every year. Right. The, oh, the, I, I the had no idea. I thought that was
0: just the marathon colors. That's uh, how I yeah. interpreted the, uh, what they said it was. I didn't realize that was for the bombing year. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, specifically for the bombing year. Um, so, so I like them. It's also weird seeing the Red Sox not in, not having red at some point. and Not then, having oh, Red Carol- socks. Well, I mean, that's fine. But like the Carolina blue <laughs> instead of the Carolina blue instead of like the normal Navy blue. It was, that was a little weird. Did it vindicate um,
0: UCLA for stealing the B?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, in theory, right? They all stole it from the Brooklyn Dodgers.
0: Oh, the Red Sox didn't have it first.
1: I don't know. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know that answer. I I wasn't around. Uh, Send, send us the answers. Whoever's, whoever's out there. Um, A couple years away. Yeah. (laughs) But um, no. So, so for those who don't know every MLB team by 2023, I think, which is so silly. Like why have one come out now? And then two years later, you're going to have everyone's going to be done. Like that just, that just makes no sense to me. They should have had it all done. I didn't realize that was the plan. Yeah, I wonder what
0: the Phillies will be because the Sixers they pick their city uniforms, Greg. They've worn them a lot. They wore them last night, and yeah the
1: they, the NBA the NBA is a joke to me in terms of their uniform because they, yeah, they they have a they, billion of them. But the Sixers yeah, has Boathouse Row,
0: Greg, as a person who came to Philadelphia a couple weeks ago and then drove by it. Do you know what Boathouse Row is?
1: You're saying I drove uh, drove by Boathouse Row? Sure, I'm you drove. S- I'm just I'm gonna assume it's where all the colleges have their boat houses on the water.
0: So there's two rivers in Philadelphia: the Delaware for, River, for, obviously the for, famous one for crew. Washington crossed the Delaware. Then there's the Schuylkill. You're right; that's where the crew is, and there's a lot of boat houses, and there's a row of them, boathouse row. And at night, they all have Christmas lights. Around Christmas time, they're all colored and it's all holiday themed, but they are always up, and no, and they're normally just you know regular old light, you know white lights, and that's what the Sixers thing is. No one knows what Boathouse Row is, so I'm thinking. You know, the Phillies. Do they pick? What are they going to? pick? They love the Liberty Bell theme, but they're not going to go with it because they want to be weird. Because so that's what Philadelphia wants to do with their jerseys. So maybe they go with like Penn's with Landing. Jordy, maybe that's with,
1: what they with do. A lib- Jordy, Jordy, with a limited, with a limited podcast. This is how our podcast ends up three hours. This is what. This is why we need a third guy in because every time we have a third guy in, they keep us on the rails. That's a good point. You and I will. You and I will go back and forth about this. You. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna like end it to
0: the... up it's a good point like we're I... cutting ourselves off now because we're gonna come up with some sort of like kooky alien conspiracy that like showed up on the delaware river in like 1985 i'm like that's the Phillies jersey they're coming out with in 2023 so it's good that you're cutting us off now
1: yeah i feel like if you're maybe hmm, well i guess what famous thing happened in philadelphia they threw snowballs at at uh, Santa. Oh, this at... is a
0: perfect segue, Craig. So to continue <laughs> <laughs> on to the Yankee
1: <laughs> bashing, can we talk about batteries how... at something else?
0: <laughs> what was no, it? no, no. The snowballs at Santa was a drunk kid who dressed up as Santa. Oh, stop. Here it they is. They threw snowballs this... at him. Batteries to JD good, like, Drew because he told him to go this... fuck off. No, no, no. This but Craig, can we talk about how the Philly fans dressed up as Yankee fans with baseballs? Did you see this on Friday night? No. no. The Yankee fans, or excuse me, the Phillies fans that, that dressed up as Yankee fans, they threw baseballs on the field, and the game got all delayed. I mean, how about the Philly fans going up there, Greg? Dressing up as your favorite, the Yankee fans. So I'm so confused. So in reality, I'm, I'm, it's an old Barstool joke that, that used to be yeah. like when other fans would go nuts and like do crazy things that if Philly ever did it, the National Media would have a field day. Yankee fans brought baseballs to a game, and they were losing on Friday night, and they threw baseballs onto the field. Game got delayed and everything they finished you they got postponed that doesn't
1: surprise me i I remember i remember the story but then that was like a i mean not surprising the philly Philly thing is that's an old barstool
0: joke that when barstool philly first started they used to like find these stories of crazy fans and be like oh look at these phillies fans dressed up as as a dodger fan and stabbed it he stabbed a giants fan at a game oh crazy philly it's basically a commentary on
1: no free ads yeah yeah
0: there's enough no, of that, that influence on here, um, and that and, that and Mark's <laughs> spit and chicklets drop of the week. Anyway, we get that enough. Um, but yeah, so that happened. So that's probably <laughs> our that's probably our bleacher creature, right? We're not doing official segments th- for this episode, but that's got to be the bleacher creature, right?
1: I mean, I mean, we have a stadium snack that we can get to if we have time. But let's actually get into some baseball talk.
0: Yeah, let's let yeah, teams,
1: Jordy. Let's get let's do hot teams, cold teams so far of the year, and um, you know we'll do individual divisions next week or, or two weeks or, or do you want to get individual divisions now?
0: I mean, I'm sure we'll eventually kind of run through it, but Greg, the hottest team in baseball has got to be the Dodgers, right? Yeah, I know you want to pump the Red Sox tires a ton, but Dodgers 14 and four, they've scored a ton of runs. Their pitching staff is unreal. One of the best differentials in baseball, you know, they're, they've picked up exactly where they left off and winning the world series. And I know you're going to be like, "Oh, Marcus Lynn Betts, here he is!" Oh, oh, oh. But Red so- or the uh, the Dodgers look incredible.
1: Sensing some animosity towards me right now, and I'm not really liking it. <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb and say, not a fan. Um, yeah. So the Dodgers, by far, clear. Yeah, clearest day, the best team. I mean, they lost their opener and then won five straight they have you said they have the best differential in in baseball Um, Red Sox are second Um, I gotta gotta pump the Red Sox now Jordy because in three months or two months you know we all know where they're going to be but uh, except for if your guy Pavetta keeps pitching the way he's pitching but yeah I mean this team by far is clear cut the number one team in baseball and we kind of knew it going into the year, um, just because they didn't lose much. But hey, they only got better in terms of like starters. Yeah, in terms of starters, and yeah, they did get better. Um, and then, I mean, it's—I don't know what's what's not to be said that this this is gonna be like, was this two years ago or three years ago? Maybe we we spent the entire time we were like, all right, what's the hot team in the National League besides the Dodgers? Oh, what's the top team? Who are we pointing out besides the Dodgers? It was like. And then it was besides the Astros or, you know, remember we did that because there was just yeah. like, they were, they were just on an absolute, t- there was a the year they won like 150 games. Obviously it wasn't that much, but that was the year they won some crazy amount.
0: No, no, no. I um, totally agree. Uh, but yeah. And,
1: and then, and then Trevor Bauer, I mean, picked up right where he left off, you know, uh, Urias, unreal. Kershaw has been, you could argue, the worst picture. Um, But it's, we're starter David Price. I mean, talk about a little resurgent, huh?
0: I mean, he took a huh? year off. You know, that's what he did. He, he practiced.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's not a starter, but he's coming out of the pen and he's just. Talk about practice. Giving them innings and, and five earned runs. Three not home runs. Game. Three of the three the, three of the three of the But I mean, he did it for uh, COVID reasons, but I'm a fan of him. But, but anyway, practice. Dustin, Story, May too. What's, your t- what's your take on the Dodgers?
0: No, so you, you you named a ton of these different dudes. Dustin May, you got to give him a shout-out, too. Guy who obviously threw chaos last year, and it's been unreal. But, yeah, their offense, I was joking around about the, the Mookie Bet stuff, and obviously I tagged you on one of our uh, Instagram posts last night about MLB The Show not having Mookie Betts as 99 player. But their whole team has been awesome, right? He Mookie's batting 292, and is just scoring runs. Like, he's doing what he should out of the out of the top spot. And he's not hitting for power yet. That's probably the most important thing to say, is yet. He still has a 500 slugging percentage because he hits doubles. He gets around, he scores. One of the team leaders in runs. Justin Turner, though, a guy who... I feel like a lot of people were down on him because he's been hurt so often. He's batting 381. He leads the team in runs. He leads the team in home runs and in RBIs. And it's just having an unreal year other guys like Chris Taylor who seemed like the spot plug and play guy. Like it seems like the Dodgers like obviously they're using their plug and play guys all over the board, but it seems like they've like leaned into the dudes who've been their dudes for, you know, throughout the runs, obviously the, you know, through the world series run, but it seems like they've leaned into these other guys outside of really using the plug and play strategy with catching of using Austin Barnes of using Will Smith, and you know, that's limited success, but they're good catchers anyway. So if the rest of their team is batting well, who cares that they're not hitting their catchers aren't hitting well. I know you know there's obviously Will Smith one of the better power hitters in terms of catchers and in, in baseball in general. But I don't know, this team is it's just firing on all cylinders. Everything is going right. Even if the team goes into a lull you have to think that this team is is well set up enough that in a in a 162 game season you mentioned anyone one of those names is going to help the team out throughout that entire span and you got to think that it's going to carry i mean you mentioned Kershaw 3 and 1 219 ERA and you could think isn't the best of their starters but he still has unreal numbers he is the second lowest ERA of starters He has, you know, not Kershaw-level dominance, but has a whip under one. He has 24 Ks and four starts. You know, six starts, uh, six six Ks a start. Jesus, learn how to talk. If that goes up, great. If it stays there and Bueller, Bauer are still awesome, great. Their bullpen is probably the thing that you gotta hope stays where, where it's been. And I don't know, maybe the power numbers have to be figured out. But they won their first tilt in one of the greatest games against fucking San Diego. Uh, And so far that has totally lived up to the hype. They're playing tonight and then continuing on through the weekend. So hopefully that continues to be a huge storyline throughout the season. And it's good that we get the whole shebang of it all. Obviously last year they played only within division. We're seeing it in hockey this year where it's fun to get the wild Capitals Bruins game that we got last week for hockey fans. You get, you, you understand that reference. But like the fact that they get to go out of division and face these other teams and then come back to play the Dodgers, or the Dodgers get to come back and play the Padres, I think is good. It's fun to like get that mix in there and and see other uniforms, see other teams, see other pitching, frankly. I don't know. Baseball's in a really good is really good place, is what I think the theme of the episode is. The Dodgers, though, they might run into a lull, but they're they're not gonna slow down that much that we're gonna be shocked.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially after – I mean, this is – everyone was saying how bad uh, baseball is now, right, and how no one really wants it, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? You know, we're, we're out here uh, having a team go off like the Dodgers with superstars up and down the lineup and, and a team that will be there for the long haul and, and the long run. It seems like, knock on wood, for, for Dodgers fans, um, you know, I certainly won't. But um, – it's it's good to see and i feel like that's kind of kind of what you need you know you think about like the nfl the patriots are always good they have they always had the best player and it's like that's why you know people it kept people coming back it elevated other teams games you know everyone's talking about the dodgers because of what energy and excitement they bring or sorry the padres for what energy and excitement they bring and then they play the dodgers and that's like the premier the premier series of of the season so far if you will and we get how many more games between those two teams right so uh it's good for baseball they are the be- they are the best team they have the best player in baseball and they have they're just top to bottom good defensively good offensively and great pitching so it's hard to argue with with, with those stats you know you can't you can't really say a team's going to lose when they have literally the best hitting, the best pitching and the best, uh, or one of the best defenses.
0: Oh, you didn't, you didn't reemphasize
1: the best player. I mean, huh? I don't know how many times you want me to say he's, he is the best player. It's a fact. It's a fact. Um, so Jordy sticking in the national league, which what what other team has impressed you besides the Dodgers? Um, to and, be honest,
0: the Brewers. I didn't think the Brewers yeah,
1: would would stay. Let's talk about it. You had them pretty relevant. low. You you had them pretty low in the uh, the preview.
0: Yeah, I did. And one guy who is really stuffing into my face is their ace, Corbin Burns. He is unreal. He has yet to throw a walk in four starts. He has forty strikeouts. That's ten per game. He has let up one run. He looks awesome. And the rest of their starting staff, too, has been really good. Brandon Woodruff, a guy with a lot of question marks around him. You had to wonder where that was going to go. I mean, there are other they starters. They swept
1: the Dodgers.
0: They swept the Dodgers, correct. And, or no, they swept the Padres, excuse me. Padres. That's um, the second
1: time I did
0: that. It, that's all good. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a team that that is, you know, the, the team that all, was how close to going to the World Series a couple years back? And – You know, it seems like that sort of thing is going their way, and I think the best thing, if you're really going to try to split hairs with it, is that you have a couple different guys that are hitting really well, but then it's a steep drop-off after your first couple guys, and Yelich has been banged
1: up a little bit. Um, I mean, they have Jackie Bradley Jr., who is... He's batting two twelve. He always bats two twelve. He goes on... He's a stud defensively. He takes away so many runs in the outfield as a center field. He takes away so many hits and so many runs just from just from his range, like just from catching balls and just from, like, his range. Yeah, his arm is good too, but, like, sure. just from getting to ch- tracking down balls, like, Blake. Chris Hale said it. Chris Sales said it. He took away so many extra base hits just from his, spe- like, defensibility alone. Yes, he hits low for average, but he's going to go – there's going to be a month time, like – my point being, though, in tear. bringing that
0: up is Yelch has been hurt for eleven days now, and, and the team still winning. the team is still winning exactly with guys that aren't really batting that well. Take him away. Take away
1: Taylor, who Travis Shaw, my boy, another Red Sox, former Red Sox guy.
0: Yeah, but he's batting two twenty six. Like you have Navarre, who's, who's been an everyday starter. But no, no, no. You're making my point for me of these guys who aren't getting a ton of hits and frankly aren't getting on base that much but when they are it's impactful and whether or not that this is a sustainable method because the the reds are another team that's come out and has really shocked a lot of people staying at a 500 ball the pirates are right there they won today so they're nine and ten now the cubs are hanging around 500 the the the, the about to call them the saint louises the cardinals are eight and ten so this division it's it's far from a Oh, look at this this Brewers team that would really need to collapse and granted, we're three weeks into the season. so we're far from any sort of that type of uh, hot takes, but I don't know it's a, it's a team that I thought frankly if you know some teams came hot out of the gate, they'd find themselves in a, in a deep enough hole to dig out of. and now at this point with their pitching so good, and if it stays even a half a step below that and their batting just gets better. This is a team that could be really good. And it then becomes, instead of the Mets, Braves, Dodgers, Padres, which eventually that's probably what's going to happen. You mentioned pumping the, the Red Sox tires. That's me with the Phillies of pumping their tires because eventually it's going to be the Mets and the and the Braves, or it should be. But the Brewers could could challenge that in terms of being this three seed because they're the third division winner. They could challenge that and, and maybe go for a two or Hell, maybe even a one seed. So who knows what's going to end up happening with uh, playoff chases and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, again, it's only three weeks into the season. It's a 162-game year. We're 18 games in. But it's exciting to see.
1: Yeah. So let's close with the Red Sox and Phillies in, like, five minutes. Give me the biggest surprise of the National League, in your opinion. I know you said the Brewers are the second team to talk about. Is that your biggest surprise in the National League? So – I'm going to answer
0: one that you might think is me being biased because they're in the all. Phillies division, but it's the Please, fact that the Marlins, I was going to say that are they're under 500. They're eight and nine, but they've had some really fucking gutsy wins. They've I say, yeah. taken some teams deep. They almost had a four game sweep of the Braves last week. They've played the Mets tough. They've won a bunch of series, like really outside of their opening week. They've been a really good baseball team. And they're pitching, which was something that like people thought was going to slow down after a really good year last year and obviously all the different stuff of COVID and you know what whatever happened with them. They're playing the same baseball, and it's successful. So good on them. They're literally second to last. They've hit 11 home runs. There are at least a dozen baseball players that have more home runs than the Miami Marlins. And they are 16th in runs scored but they're a team that if like if they can continue to grind this out and like basically be that bend don't break mentality which is kind of how they made the playoffs last year you know they're, they're a team that might hang in there and prove some of the people say, this is, that were their believers right
1: i was gonna say and that's exactly what I, my point is that we talked about this in the national league east preview the nl east preview They're the team that, like, will start out hot, but can they sustain for a whole season, right? They're a team that they have the pitching. They have enough offense where they can, if their pitching keeps it under, let's say, three runs, then they have enough offense so they could potentially score four on any given night. So they, like, their ratio is going to be 500. Their record is going to be around 500. But all they have to do is keep pace with the top teams in that division, which is what they're doing right now, and – they have a legit shot at making the playoffs because think I mean outside of the Dodgers, think about the teams that make the playoffs. Realistically it's it's you're what, five to ten games over five hundred, right?
0: Yeah, in no, you're exactly League, right. And like Atlanta's under five hundred right now. That's not gonna stay. That when they won the, the division a couple of years ago, literally the same thing happened. They got swept by the Phillies. They had a slow April and then they won it by like 10 games. The Mets have been rained out a ton. They're in first place right now, but they have all these games in hand. Which you would understand as a Bruins fan. Um, that was a bad joke. It that was a funny great joke. Um, that was a great joke.
1: The Bruins are. Uh, but but
0: rigid. to finish up with the Marlins. Well, let's not give too much guys. time. Just quickly, they're two big guys. Lopez and Alcantara are their ERAs are in the mid threes, three point three and three point two for Lopez and Alcantara respectively. You'd expect that to be about the same for both of them. I don't think any of them, either of them, are going to go under two, their stat, their averages are probably going to stay the same. Probably on these similar clips, maybe let up a few more home runs. It's just a question of the other guys in their rotation. How do they go to your point? Do they stay that hot? You know, how do they do? They're going on a big road trip this week. They play San Francisco tonight. We'll see how they do. But it's, you know, it's exciting to see that like this team that literally, you know, partially from me as a Phillies fan of, I was like this team, they have all this hype, they're not going to live up to it. It's fun to see like, it's fun to be wrong, but it's fun to see them do that.
1: Yeah, so for me, yes, the Marlins agreed. And and I kind of had them at this clip just cuz of last year their success, they're the young team. We talked about it. You know, we had them surprising, potentially surprising. We had them at the bottom, but we also had them like being up there in a very good team just because of their their start, right? They're going to. We figured they're going to hang around for a while, like you said, the bend don't break mentality. They're going to be a five hundred club when all said and done. Um, well, maybe not, but hot take. The other thing, AL East wise, the New York Mets. I mean, A-L East, they're pitching. Mean. NL East, the New York Mets.
0: Yeah, NL East. You said AL East. No, but you're right. Their right. pitching has been the, awesome. The
1: NL Mets they have they have the the second i mean behind the dodgers they and the brewers they are sorry behind the brewers 55 they have the least amount of runs given up in the entire major, in all of MLB but they cannot score a run they have the lowest runs by far like they're at 42 runs total the next granted they haven't played as many games and like you said blah 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 but the next closest for for runs is is like 72 or 70 so it's like What are we doing here? You know, I guess the Phillies are the next another team like that, but the like this this New York Mets team and even the Phillies, like these are two offenses that were supposed to I mean both Ronald Cunha almost has more home runs than the Mets. Both pitching staffs are great, but how do you not I mean, if I'm the Mets, I'm going out and I'm getting a huge bat right now. Like Well yeah, this has been the whole
0: thing. Stevie G mentioned it when we did the NL East of that the, the Chris Bryant talks have been there. Does this accelerate that? Do they go yeah. out and get a guy to to shock their yeah. system? Like, the big move they made was going out and getting Lindor. Right now, he's batting two twenty two. He only has one home run, three ribbies. Like, their big guy right now is Pete Alonzo, which is good. You're a young guy that you want to, to be your leader. But he's three home runs, nine ribbies. He's batting two twenty nine. Like, let's see from these other guys. I mean, like,
1: Conforto DeGrom- DeGrom- isn't... Strong- Degrom and Schrum, you're right. The is not living up to it, but Degrom and Schrum and their and their pitching is doing its job.
0: Oh, correct. Their offense, you're, you're and not... you could
1: say the same. You could say the same about the Phillies, but their offense is just brutal. We don't have to go through it because we only have so much time. We have to move on. Yeah. But that that I, that need to be said before. Yeah, we Yeah, for Yeah, for, sho- for of the, shocks the of
0: negative, the Mets are probably my like. This is a slow start, and they're gonna get there, but whoa. Is the, yeah, the quick the quick synopsis? And
1: luckily, luckily, everyone else in the, no one else in that division has really stepped on the gas yet. So they kind of locked yeah, out. My, my friend,
0: there are friends of mine who are Mets fans, that are not worried. I don't think you should be if you're a Mets fan.
1: But right, you used to
0: the to the sixty game season,
1: right? Especially because that division is so blah right now. Well, literally, the talks, of, talks of being the best division at all. Nationals,
0: baseball, Nationals were in last place two years ago and won the World Series through May. Yeah, so right. never um, American, American League, League Jordy. The A's have an 11 game win streak. Awesome on them. Yep. The Astros are dead cold. Good. This is the the revenge tour that I think all baseball fans wanted. But let's talk about the Astros because a team who started out slow, a team that some people thought might be able to challenge it and that challenge the crown, and and some people didn't think they were going to, but they brought back the power. They are one of the best home run hitting teams in the league. Their batting average sucks, but who gives a shit if you're hitting an ass-ton of home runs?
1: Yeah, um, but also, like, losing Springer is a huge deal, no? That's the Astros. You said the Astros. I'm talking about the A's
0: right now. The a- uh, I was kind of mixing them Astros. together.
1: You said Astros. I'm,
0: I'm mixing the two together right now because we're limited on time.
1: Okay. Um, Astros, well then-
0: losing Springer sucks. You're absolutely right. That's, that's part of why they're
1: so cold. Uh, that's why I was very confused and was silent for a second because I was like, "Home runs? What are you talking about?" So I was very okay. I'm glad we're, um, <laughs> glad we're, I mean, how good is Matt Chapman? Let's talk about that. Oh boy, terrible, right? You're you're saying like he's supposed to be their their superstar and he just, I mean, 179 batting average, not great. Um, but eleven but ribbies, you're right. but eleven ribbies. I mean, Mitch Moreland, former Red Sox, not surprised. He's great. Jed Lowry, former Red Sox, not surprised. He only does well with with Oakland and and with Boston. It's crazy to me. Oh, he's so good. I, I think mean, he was this a Phillies prospect
0: at one point, wasn't he, Jed Lowry? Probably. Who knows? I think they like they gave him the Red Sox for nothing.
1: Not surprised won World Series. Uh, this is a team that like they pitch well. They feel they great defensively and they're doing it right now offensively with the long ball. How long will it last? You never know. But in this day and age long ball seems to be all you need, but they, uh, you know, to me it's, they need to manufacture runs other ways moving forward, obviously. Um, just because of longevity of trying to hit that many home runs and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, their pitching, I think, will hold up. They've done it year over year. They're always this type of team. It always comes down to they fold for lack of whatever come playoffs. They don't have the ace. They don't have what you know, whatever you want to call it. They fold at some point. Um, but this team, I could see them holding it on the whole year. I think they, they are similar to the Red Sox in that they're a team that has fun, they're a team that scores a lot of runs, and – plays good enough defensively that they can win games seven to four and, and have these wild, uh you know, just high scoring. They won a game uh, I said 13 to 12. Like. Exactly. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't had one. The only, like the, the two games they lost, the, the games they lost, they scored below five runs. So it's like in the, every game they won, they, you know, they scored but more or less, you know? So it's like, it's the same with the Red Sox. Yeah, they run 13-12, you're right. So it's the same with the Red Sox. It's just like they have to score a lot of runs to win just because they don't have the pitching, but they play good enough defensively where they can um, defend. And, and like you said, they started out crazy lose, losing streak. Now they're on a crazy win streak. This is Yeah, do it's they par break, for the course. They're going to be super streaky. Do they break the Moneyball record? Who knows? Um,
0: That's a really good question. They're playing the Orioles over the weekend in Baltimore, so maybe they get close. Um, <laughs> play the Rays, which I think you'd be happy to see, and the Yankee fans that we talked about would be happy to see them uh, beat up on on Tampa. But um, yeah, the American League. Are we shocked at all? Well, I guess the the Royals being in first place right now, but they yeah, they're in so... first place with a negative run differential. Like we know that's not going to stand. Like they're they have good aces or an ace. And I, think,
1: I think across the board, every division in the American League is flipped upside down you know like yeah not flipped upside down but like it's very like people at the Red Sox in last they're in first people had the Royals in last they're in first. people had uh, Minnesota in first their last people had the Yankees in first their last you know, Houston obviously people had them higher than last their last. So it's just like it's up is down with the exception of the Orioles like it's just a wild wild year granted, you know the White Sox had a tough schedule. The Twins and White Sox played the Red Sox in the middle of their crazy win streak, so you know that could contribute to it. But um, it's 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 wild this this American League, and I, I, it's so early to, to say that this is how it's going to be and this is how it's going to shake out. But I mean, like you said, Kansas City they took two out of three from the Rays. They lost a lot to the Blue Jays, and but you know they're beating. Sorry, they beat the Blue Jays three out of four. They, you know, beat the Angels, they beat the White Sox. So it's it's they're beating playoff teams, right? Salvador Perez looks looks like he's on another uh,
0: like having
1: another great season per usual. Um I don't know. I it's this across the board this league is upside down. It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: It is nuts. Greg, you want to know some nuts? What's up? Oh God! This is the math works out. The Boston Red Sox have scored 103 this. runs. The New York Yankees have scored 59. The New York Mets have scored 42. You
1: know what that adds up to. You're the math guy. Give it to me.
0: 101 runs. Let's. The let's Boston Red Sox go. Not only are nearly double the amount of runs of the arch rival Yankees, but more than both New York teams. I know. uh your roommate, obviously, is a Mets fan. We went to a game
1: together. That's a highlight that we can end on. Obviously, we,
0: we need yes. to jump into a little more
1: Phillies and Red Sox talk. But we went to a game together. That was huge. We'll get to that after the Red Sox talk. because um, That's also our stadium snack.
0: Yeah, I have, and I have an updated version of it because they added more food.
1: Interesting. Yeah. yeah cool. Um, yeah, so this Red Sox team is exactly what I, – I mean, I – exactly what i said i don't want to be that guy jordy but i they're a fun team that's has a ton of chemistry they're pitching is god awful but they're putting up crazy amounts of numbers they're not necessarily doing it with the long ball they're manufacturing runs any way they can they are a fun team to watch they're excited like you you never know where you're gonna get sander bogarts is having another one of his seasons where he's just going to mash the ball and not be talked about by the national media because that you know, he's been overlooked his entire career. Enrique, Kike, whatever you want to call him, Hernandez, is having a great he's – lead, he's leading off for this team. He gets on base. He starts starts things off right. J.D. Martinez – Let's say, he, you know,
0: is, he, is he appropriately he, named third of your guys to talk about? Because he's – he had the first three-run home – three-homer game of the year. Yes, he is ribbies. because
1: he, – He is where he's supposed to be because – not that that's what you expect out of him, but it's almost like a Ortiz Manny type of like you expect your long ball four number four hitter, your quote unquote best hitter to do this, right? Obviously, his home run numbers are crazy for for how many games he's played, etc. But I mean, six home runs in seventeen games is pretty 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 good. I don't know, just saying. But Endeavors has five in, in the same amount. But like this offense, top to bottom, is just fun to watch day in and day out um, and they're getting it from everyone they're getting it even their backup catcher is is in on the on the on the hitting train if you will he's you know so it's it's to me it's a fun team to watch their pitching makes it a little uh, nerve-wracking but uh, an Ottavino just like I predicted sucks but I mean he's he's all right but I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I if you listen to the ALE's preview, this is me just repeating it. But JD, his hips are firing. He, his hips aren't tight anymore. He said that was a big thing last year, why he was so bad, because he's DH now. He's not playing the field, so he's, he's not as mobile as he once was. He did a lot of Tom Brady ply, plyo metrics and loosened up his hips. And did, you, now did he give moving. up tomatoes? I don't, <laughs> that's a great question. Unlikely, but. Uh, Kike coming over. Verdugo, haven't seems to pick up where Verdugo's he left off.
0: Looking unreal.
1: Yeah, started off slow, doing well now. Marlon Gonzalez has played every single position known to man for this for this club. Uh, Bobby Dalback rookie third baseman, but playing first because of Devers, and he's 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 probably the best looking player that they have. But he uh, he's starting to find it a little bit. He's he's hitting those loud outs right he's hitting those opposite field to a guy like loud loud outs that means he's on the ball he just needs to start placing it better if you will um across the board offensively fun to watch pitching jordy chris sale they send him back to florida so he can do some start pitching against some live people maybe and you know they're they're he's He's on the right track. Valdi is having a great start so far. Richards yeah, is, is the worst pitcher, known to man. Erod is great. Pavetta might be my MVP so far of the pitching staff. I mean, this guy is. You didn't tell me, real deal, James Neal. <laughs> I mean, he goes. We're gonna. He goes. He goes he goes the first five innings, not giving up hits or anything, and then the Red Sox put up five or six runs. He lets up a little bit, gives up a couple runs, they take him out. That's why his ERA is high, but he's he's he does what he needs to do. He's good for them. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you know, uh You you tried to tell me. You tried to tell me.
0: I guess I did. Uh no, I love it. I think it you're
1: spot on, you know, for just Otovino's joke. Is a joke. Yeah, I've um, said it. Not good. Yankee fan. Yankee fan. He, he's, he's a Yankee fan. The uh, whole thing. Oh, my, parent, my mom was kind of shocked and pissed I joined with the Red Sox. Oh, now I, I going to say.
0: Garrett Richards, can we talk about him of just being – he got hurt how many years back and he's never been the same. He's like kind of floated around baseball of like we can catch lightning in a bottle and get him back. Like never totally been the same. Yeah. You mentioned he sucks, but like – it's really Sorry. bad.
1: How bad he it's sucks! Rude. It's rude to say, but
0: he no, did not have. It's a good time really last bad. Night. How bad he sucks! But he can't stay healthy. <laughs> he got hurt in. Oh, I thought it was way earlier than that. I thought it's been like ten years now. He's been like hurt and isn't playing well. But I guess it was two thousand sixteen, where he gets hurt and then like is trying to find it and then like. Never did, and it's and- bad.
1: And like, he somehow granted, cons teams to let him sign and then get hurt and pay. Well, him. granted, I, I mean, against Minnesota, he had zero earned the two run, two runs given up because of errors. That's what I mean. He, had, he cons he people earned. into like,
0: oh, I'm going to strike out a that bunch game.
1: of dudes. He has zero into that game, but then like, I, I mean, just go five innings. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make it make it five innings, make it minimum, like make it six I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. can, but make it five. You know, you just I hear you. That's all you need. Um, uh, so that's I don't know. To me, that's that you're right. Richards. He was what the Padres last year, two years ago. And yeah, he was an he was a stud that.
0: for the Angels and they like start getting yeah, hurt. And it's just he hasn't been the same.
1: Um, Let's now wrap he's up. Got, though. He's got he's got, a, he's got a gross long hair. Yeah. Give me the Phillies. No, let's talk about the game we went to, uh, and then we'll get into the Phillies. But yes, we went Brody. to a game two weeks ago. Great blast! I'm we got to see Nola. Blast. I got to see Nola. You
0: got to see Nola pre shutout.
1: Uh, yeah, his first ever complete game shutout. Let's talk his about how good he is.
0: Nola, yeah. So this is like what Nola has been doing, right? Is like he has these like wonky starts, and you know. Ever since that Cy Young finalist year, it you know, kind of just been all over the board. And we saw him, and he looked good, but he like he throws a lot of pitches. He like doesn't necessarily walk a ton of dudes. He only walked three guys this year, but he throws an ass ton of pitches. He gets a lot of full counts, and he gets pulled early. Which you know he has injury problems. He has periods where he does fall apart. So you know we saw him get pulled really early in that game against the Mets. But he has his first complete game shutout this past weekend, and, you know, he's one and one, but Goods is advertised, you know? And then Zach Wheeler's been pretty good. Eflin Mania, my guy, saw him live on Tuesday night. Greg, we can do a stadium snack of us going to the Bowl, getting the barbecue. They added more at Bowl's Barbecue. It's co- It's slowly coming back with Philadelphia expanding its COVID rules. All right, loosening its code rules. I think we, it should be the right look, rule.
1: Can we talk about Bryce Harper finally like putting up and being the best I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad I didn't
0: have to. I'm glad you're acknowledging it. He looks we, so fucking
1: good. He's bad at 357 ta- right yeah. now. Greg, can we talk Greg, about how he finally did that? He, this is like he finally has has done first what the and foremost. paying him to first do. First and
0: foremost, he people forget that last year Bryce Harper had a really good year because the Phillies stunk. Well, the no, no fucking one, last
1: year was a joke. Let's throw last year away. No I, one I one get that,
0: and I'm a big proponent of throw out 2020 stats. 2019, he still had 114 RBIs and 35 home runs, including the moment of the season, that fucking walk-off Grand Slam. But this year, Greg, he has four homers, eight ribbies. Greg, every single one of his home runs has either tied a baseball game or given the Phillies a lead. What's the David Ortiz stat? You always talk about the war being made up for Mike Trout. What was the David Ortiz stat they made up? To show how clutch he was. Plug in those numbers for Bryce Harper. Including yesterday. When the Phillies bullpen fucking sucked again. They blew a 4-1 lead. Bryce Harper. After Andrew McCutcheon. Your guy. That you like to say is my guy. Dropped a routine fly ball. And the Phillies are losing 5-4. Hits a solo shot. To which he hit it so hard. Off a dude's chest. And went back into play. The cameraman got tricked. Five-five, Bryce Harper ties it up. Also, apparently, is one stolen base away from hundred for his career. So good on Bryce, but he's having such a good year. I don't have the home stand numbers in front of me, but it's awesome. The bullpen needs to figure their shit out. This is the same bullshit that I've had as a Phillies fan for basically since 2008, when they won the World Series, and Brad went 48 for 48. I think is the number. It's the same fucking bullshit as then. Ryan Madsen signed for a billion dollars, not actually, but a lot of money with the Reds. Bradledge stunk.
1: JT Romito, real deal. James Neal, he's also having. Oh, a Oh yeah, year. yeah.
0: No, we knew that. So like what you said, with, like you said with JD Martinez, JT Romito, we just know we know he's going to do that. Best D. catcher D. in
1: baseball. DD looking like DD. So that, that's the only C- concerning Cigur- thing is
0: DD DD and Segura are, are banged up right now. Segura just just went on the IL. D.D. has some, some sort of. We're just gonna use a hockey term: lower body injury. That like he's been out of the lineup the last two games, and people are, are wondering what's going on. That he that he missed Tuesday night. You almost think it's like a night off, and then he misses the the day game Wednesday, and you almost wonder like, is this an extended day off because it's you know less than twenty four hours, or what's the deal here? But his Twitter's on fire. But also, the other concern: if you're a Phillies fan, the bullpen sucks. You gotta hope that the back half of the rotation does a little better. Matt Moore absolutely stinks. Absolutely stinks. But the center field play, Mickey Moniak, their first overall pick five years ago, had his first ever Major League home run on Wednesday. Before Tuesday night, the Phillies were like 0 for 20 from their center field position player. And then Mickey Moniak finally got a hit, and then he hit a home run on Wednesday. That needs to be figured out as well. You, you want that to be traditionally a speedy player that can get on base. And if it's a guy who's bad in seventh and can barely fucking hit his waistband, barely get on base, not take pitches, all that sort of stuff, that's concerning, especially with a DD and a Gene Segura on the DL or the I. Well,
1: and and if this team goes as McCutcheon goes, like it did last year or two years ago, that's the one good uh, thing
0: is that it's not because McCutcheon stinks this year. I was gonna
1: say he's having a terrible year. He so stinks need, this you def- year. You, def- you definitely need someone in the outfield well, so they have Maton. Bryce who can hit.
0: They have Maton, who's been playing shortstop, but I feel like they could pull a Scott that Kingery and throw him out in the outfield. Nick Maton is actually right. his name.
1: Um, um I just pronounce it say, French because it doesn't French right. So, name. so real quick, back to Bryce Harper. He has the same war currently, your favorite stat as the best player in all of baseball, um, Marcus Lynn Betts. They have the they have the same same war number. Yeah. So I just, that should, I just named, that, that should show you that should show you how good Bryce Harper's doing. Yeah, I and just named a number of, by the way, speaking of speaking statistics of war, for you. Speaking of, war, speaking of war speaking of war, Mike Trout's nowhere even close to the top one hundred. So, so how do you whatever.
0: feel? Let's wrap up here. How do you feel about Mike Trout? Having a 99 rating on MLB The Show and, and Mookie Betts nowhere to be seen on the 99 rating. To fill, finish it out from our tease on the Instagram.
1: What was he? What was Mookie
0: Betts? I don't know. The The Fox Sports Instagram didn't have that. They only had him and uh, I think Garrett
1: Cole, two of your favorites. I mean, Cole to me is relevant because he had...
0: It might be DeGrom. It's one of the other. I'll look it up.
1: It should be DeGrom, but Cole to me is relevant because, I mean... I don't know. If we learned anything, pigeons only pitch one out of five days. So, um, but no, I, trout, not surprised because the media. Yeah. Pumps it's, DeGrom, people up.
0: it's DeGrom and trout.
1: The yeah, DeGrom deserves it. DeGrom deserves it. The media pumps people up and, uh, you know, that's, that's how it goes for him. Um, like <laughs> if, if you're going to get pumped up, up, they don't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell the me guy, Mike Trout. The Mike guy Trout, is leading Mike the Trout. American
0: League in batting average. He has six home runs and twelve
1: ribbies. What are you talking it, about? Pumps his, him up. It, his <laughs> WAR is zero. His WAR is zero. is yeah, suck. Your favorite. Your favorite stat. Your favorite stat. His WAR is zero. That's why. All right. If he was that good. If he was that good. They can't if he if he possibly good, do better
0: without any other player good, in
1: baseball. If, that's what that's telling was, you. If he was that good. If he was that good. His team would be in the playoffs one time. They were
0: once. Uh, to your point, they've he's never if won he a that they were once, and he did not win a ba- he did not win a right. baseball so game if, for the if,
1: playoffs. If, if he's that good, I mean, if he's that good,
0: you know whose fault it, be, it is? Like,
1: you know whose fault it is? Garrett Richards. No, I nice, <laughs> well played. That's that's a full circle. That's a full circle really thing right is. there for those keeping home. Uh, but realistically, Jordy, again, like if we really want to have this debate, you know, like good players make their teams better. Fact or fiction? Fact. Right? The Dodgers did not win a World Series. Get the best player in baseball, win a World Series. Boom. <laughs> the, the Red Sox, terrible. Chicken and beer, blah, blah, blah. Marcus Lynn comes, boom, win a World Series. Was, he,
0: was I mean, he a rookie in 13, or did he come after that that World Series?
1: He was not on the uh, – I don't think he was on the 13 World Series. Um, All right,
0: I was going to say, but again, you, that also might have proved your point. Um, we did not Aaron mention J- Shohei
1: Otani. Can we Aaron, talk about how electric Aaron Judge, he is? The, the worst, te- the worst player, oh, Aaron Judge. I think, I think Aaron Judge might be more overhyped than Mike Trout. To be honest, actually, that's a that is a full Red Sox fan take. But no, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. This guy is a joke. He's terrible. Where is he on the stats? Nowhere. He's terrible. He had one half a decent month, and and because he's seven four and hits home runs, people I mean, love him. a decent him, season. I'm, I, uh, he hits right. fucking. Shohei, sh- he, Shohei Otani needs to be pumped up. I mean, the baseball's fun. They have they have players besides Shitty Trout and Shitty Judge who aren't that good. That's, Shitty that's why no one Trout!
0: That's, Shitty <laughs> Trout!
1: <laughs> Shitty Judge. That's why no one liked baseball. That's why no one liked That's why no one liked baseball because they were promoting these guys who weren't that good. Now you get guys who are good like Tatis and Betts and – You're all know, throwing Harper of the How, world.
0: About, how about Fernando Tatis how, being on the I.L.? Shohei, He stays on the IL for the bare minimum, and on the 11th day, he gets reactivated and hits a home run. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, Meanwhile, the Red Sox just blew the lead. It's down 2-2. Craig, make me money.
1: Um, I mean, Jordy, I I don't want to – well, I don't want to be that guy, but Pavetta – he was starting out great. Yeah, I could, nothing, I could have fucking told you that when lead. you were pumping his tires, You're like,
0: like, oh, he goes five like innings. Said, yeah,
1: you're exactly yes. right, Jordy. Like anyway. I said, he had he had zero runs. He had zero runs through five. In the sixth inning, he he decided to give up his lead, and that's on the Red Sox for not it's scoring more runs. That's what I more tweeted out about runs. the Phillies
0: bullpen. I get older, that's,
1: and they stay that's, the
0: same age. All right, that's on, the, all right, that's on all right. the
1: that's that's on the Red Sox for not scoring more runs. Plain and simple. Pavetta got them six innings. He gave them more than he had last four, and he only gave up two runs. With this offense, the Red Sox should be winning against... Come on. Come on. Come on. Anyway. anyway, Seriously, though, baseball's fun. For whatever reason, this season just seems so much more fun. You and I had really a blast the game together. All seriousness. Trout, he's hes a good player. He's not the best, but he's a good player. That's a fact. Uh, Shohei Itani needs to be talked about more. I agree. <laughs> he's and. Best. uh He's, he's good. Not, that's a fact. He's, he's a great not, he's player. Not. You can he's, say maybe,
0: oh, maybe like him versus Beth. He is a great baseball player. Like I love like I a, love riling you he, versus Matt or you versus Stevie G up. But he is a
1: great baseball player. He's a good player, and but he's not the best. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Alright, I Look think that's bets. enough for
0: today. I think that's enough internet for today, Greg.
1: Let's wrap this Look thing up.
0: Um, he's batting almost uh,
1: four hundred. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, oh, please. His team's in last place. He stinks. They're not. Nobody um, established.
0: The Astros were in last place. They can't double back sure here. He, it's good the Astros the, are in the, last place. The,
1: Take the the best thing. The best thing about this is, honestly, the I'm enjoying the Red Sox while I can because I mean things are going well right now in in Boston sports, if you will. We have the draft next week, which is super exciting. The Bruins are on a tear since they got another and since they got Hall, now they're playing the the Savers, which. Awesome. The Celtics are actually winning basketball games, which is crazy to think about. And I mean, the Red Sox, like, let's talk about it. This team scoring a shitload of runs. The Phillies, let's talk about it. This team scoring a ton of runs. They're just giving up a lot. Both teams are giving up a lot of runs. Phillies need to find some secondary bottom of the lineup runs like the Red Sox are getting right now. And I'm nervous once the Red Sox lose that bottom of the of the yeah, we, of the lineup runs, the what's going to happen to them?
0: needs. It's going to be it's going to be wonderful for you when it bottoms out for the Phillies, because I'm going to. No,
1: out. I like the Phillies. Stop it.
0: No, you love to come rile on. me up, though. You love to round no, me up. No
1: one's no one's a bigger supporter. Oh, I got married than two weeks come ago. On. Now
0: you're nice to me. OK,
1: no, no one's a bigger supporter. of The Phillies come on. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna do it for this episode.
0: Greg, thank you. This is a blast. I think this uh, this might be. We were like worried this is gonna be one of our shorter episodes, which it is. We were worried it's gonna suck because of that, but I think it was great.
1: Jordy, that was a good one. Um, I'm sorry that you're gonna be late for for your adult league until uh, no, they always the start who, late. They all like, tell the guy who tell the guy who wears the full baseball pants um, that it was my fault but maybe he'll listen and he, he can <laughs>
0: acknowledge your apology. I won't say anything. We'll see if he listens.
1: Uh, unlikely. Jordy, give me a, give me a player watch this week. From um, the Phillies. from the who, Phillies. Who, who are they playing? And, and who's, who, I mean, who's gonna go off this week.
0: They're going to, they're going to fucking course field this weekend. So watch Mike Trout, watch Ooh. JT every and let's see what fucking happens. Mike Trout's not on.
1: Uh, not, not oh, on, Bryce on, Harper. On Philly, excuse me. But... Yeah,
0: you got me all hyped up about Mike Trout, <laughs> and he decided to fucking sign with the Angels. He should have come back to Philly <laughs> with his friend Bryce he Harper.
1: Stinks. He stinks. The Mets. The Mets come to. Or no, the, the Red Sox go to the Mets next week. Are you
0: going to a game? Are you going to drive down with the the roommate?
1: Drives in New York. Get Pavetta. <laughs> Pavetta and Richards, the two guys, the two worst. There pitchers. it is. There it is. Oh man. Um, and Jordy do we have may 21st 22nd and 23rd circled for the series for the for the Red sox Mets or for Red sox Phillies do we have it circled or what i mean should we try to go to another game together may 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 24th on on the day after when uh on monday may 24th there has to be some sort of punishment for whoever's team uh, loses this series now i like that a little mayor's bet and then and then come july 9th 10th and 11th in Boston, we'll have to do another one. Anyway, um, go have fun, Jordy. Go socks. Go Bees. You know what? Go Phils. Go Phils.
0: Anyway, everybody. I'm not going
1: everybody... to lie. Seeing seeing the fanatic in person uh, is much better than how he comes off on TV. Oh, he's I'll, the best. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Well, he's not the best, but he's much better than how he comes off on TV. Oh, he's the best.
0: And he's your boy, Greg,
1: your favorite, was giving, was giving people vaccines today. Gritty helped get people vaccines, so... I understand that. Gritty Gritty had to make a splash and like make a name for himself, and like he did the Philly scumbag thing for the first couple of years, and I like that he's cooled off that mantra now in the last year and a half. I like that he's he's turned – he had to make a name for himself. That's why no one liked him, but now he's cooled off. He's back to being like a normal mascot. It's not about him. It's about the team. I like it. There's a large I, I, layer
0: of irony under that that I can
1: feel. I th- I see the big picture. I see the big picture now. Trying I'm to fight Jake Paul is about the team. So again, it's a slow transition away from making it. A <laughs> you can't do it all at once. It's the Archer weaning exactly. off alcohol. Exactly. Like when the, when the Bruins when the, exactly like the, the Bruins introduced they had they had the ba- they had a real life bear and and remember with the girls in the bathroom. <laughs> no, I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah
0: all right this is a story this is a story for next week with mark um, all right all
1: right all right uh, you have to write it down yeah you
0: have to write it down. the bruins bear we can talk about the writing, fighting phil's ostrich all right everybody subscribe to the podcast the bullpen card on itunes sister spotify all that good stuff thunder blg on bets. twitter Be thunderbug gets. sports on instagram i swear i'll start doing these rants again uh, the hiatus threw it off for my man greg pietelli i am the g-man have a great weekend and go phil's go socks